This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Ah, doing good. Good morning, everybody. Um, it's another day, another fun one. Ready for a good show today. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Obviously, it's early in the week, but you know what? We're going to keep it entertaining for you. Get you guys through Absolutely. that much quicker. Well, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host, Tony. I'm going to have you put on your hypothetical hat again. Imagine you were a badass hitman who got caught. You're in jail. What is the worst thing that the guards could confiscate from you? Ooh. Um, Probably a thing of... uh if there was any like string like maybe my shoelace because if i'm a hitman or an assassin then i'm pretty badass and i could take out anybody with anything <laughs> so maybe a shoelace i don't know well you know what i'm excited to hear where, where this is going though oddly enough you are not too far off so caged hitman oh, billy buff patterson was left fuming after Ooh, warders really buff. <laughs> after warders confiscated his trainers his sneakers his shoes were seized at Schott's prison, where the underworld assassin 40 is serving at least 22 years for the murder of Kevin Gerbil Carroll. Of course, I'd rather have the nickname Billy Buff Patterson than Kevin Gerbil Carroll. <laughs> yeah, that's a quite an interesting name. Hey, Gerbil. <laughs> Sources at the Lancashire Nick said the footwear had been sent to Patterson in a package from home. An insider revealed Billy, Billy was raging when the training shoes were taken off of him. All the guys like whatever home comforts they can get when inside, he wasn't happy. It was understood Patterson's cell was also searched and a number of other items were seized by jail staff. The high-profile member of the Lions Crime Clan executed Carroll 29 as he sat in the back of a black Audi outside an Asda supermarket in Roybritson, Glasgow in January 2010. A masked gang blasted the... Uh, blasted the feared Daniel Enforcer with a hail of 13 bullets. Patterson fled to Spain 10 days after the horror killing, but later agreed to return to the UK to face justice. He was convicted of murder in 2015 following a trial at the High Court in Glasgow and handed a mandatory life term. Patterson's pal Ross Monahan, 39, was also accused over Carroll's death, but his trial collapsed in 2012. 
Lions and Daniels. Uh oh. This just jumped ahead. Lions and Daniel Hoods um, have waged a drugs turf war for almost 20 years. The Scottish Prison Service said it did not comment on individual inmates. But, uh, you know, the fact that uh, inmates get certain creature comforts like, you know, shoes, you know, you're a convicted murderer. You know, you take what you get. You know, it's it's, it's crazy. But uh for any of the ladies that are watching, uh, I am going to post this on our Facebook page. This is one of those. What a, what a name, too. Billy, what was his name? Billy, Billy Buff, Buff, Pat- Buff Patterson. And, Buff uh, Patterson. Buff Patterson. He's a buff dude. He's a good looking guy. So uh, he's going to be one of those I'm guys. I'm going to take you out with my shoelace. <laughs> he's definitely going to be one of those guys that gets uh, fan mail in prison, especially after a Oh, is uh, he going to be like, like that weird, like the guy with the eyes that, that was like voted like the best looking inmate? Oh, this guy might a even. A couple years ago. This guy might even beat that. So uh, <laughs> I will post this later. Wow. But uh, yeah. Billy Buffman. Yeah. Hitman is raging because he got his sneakers taken away. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> All right. Well, folks, it is uh, Tuesday. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It is Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. As we do on Tuesdays, mm. we have Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. We have a segment called Money, 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 Money. Our call-in topic today is game over, relationships. When did you know that your relationship was over? What was that moment that sparked it? We have a segment called Jeepers Creepers. We close out the day with... Jeepers Creepers, mister! (laughs) We close out the day with This Day in History. And Tony's up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you're a buff hitman who had your shoes stolen. We want to know about it. Go ahead and give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, January 19th, and here's your Filippo Fast Five. Young Guns 3 is happening. Ooh. With Emilio Estevez, the Mighty Duck Man, and original writer John Fusco. John Fusco wrote the original movies, and Emilio Estevez will return as Billy the Kid in Young Guns 3. Old Guns 3? Who asked for that? (laughs) They're not young anymore. They're not even young guns anymore. Right. I get it back in the day, but okay. (laughs) So, nonetheless. That's coming. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is uh, shooting down in Australia. 
Karen Jillian confirms uh, Nebula will return for Taika Waititi's Ragnarok sequel, and Matt Damon is also set to appear in an undisclosed role. Interesting. Good stuff there. Kind of the only place filming, so kind of spoilers because people see him filming. Oh, look who's it. Look who it is. <laughs> it's time to play the music and light the lights because the Muppets are finally bringing their iconic TV series to Disney Plus next month. Yay! Isn't that what Kermit used to do? Yeah. <laughs> hey there, I'm Kermit the Frog. Hey, piggy. Um, SpaceX delayed the first Starlink satellite launch of 2021 because of bad weather. It will now blast 60 internet satellites into orbit today instead of yesterday. So that should be a fun journey for that. And Garth Brooks to play President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. Okay. It was your Filippo Fast Five. Kind of name. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paramount Plus launch date is revealed. Paramount Plus is launching in the U.S. and Latin America on March 4th. Viacom CBS officially announced the date that the streaming service will become uh, Paramount Plus versus CBS All Access. The rebranding, rebranding, sorry, follows the merger of CBS and Viacom into Viacom CBS, allowing for the streaming platform to expand its library to include content from CBS, Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, and Paramount Pictures back catalogs. Um, Viacom CBS will offer a glimpse at Paramount Plus and explain its st- streaming strategy to investors at a presentation on February 24th. We'll also report its fourth quarter and full year financial results for 2020. Um, this is just kind of crazy. The... Uh, Another streaming service, although CBS All Access does have some good stuff. Um, another one for your wallet books. Christian, do you <laughs> think this is something that's going to be uh, jumping out for you? Well, I have CBS All Access. I originally signed up for it for watching the NFL and uh, never actually deleted it after, you know, or, or canceled my subscription. But, you know, now it's got The Stand. Uh, it's got The Twilight Zone. If you're a Star Trek fan, it's got the Star Trek series. Um, it's actually kind of worth it now. And I think I only pay five ninety nine a month, so it's not even that big well, of a... That's not a bad price, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't mention the price in the article. So that's pretty good. And coming from someone that does have it, that's good to hear that you're satisfied with it. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't so, know I don't know why they're just... rebranding it, though, because CBS All Access, people already know that name. You know, if somebody's going to search for it and then comes across Paramount Plus, it sounds like just one of those other streaming services that nobody wants, where CBS All Access exactly. is kind of one of the premium ones. Well, Paramount has great movies, yeah. definitely out there. Like they own the rights to Top Gun, Days of Thunder, Mission Impossible, pretty much I, all Tom Cruise movies. I was going to say, but, I uh, sense a theme. <laughs> yeah, well, they also have Face Off and they have they have other things. Uh I don't think they own the rights to uh, Friday the 13th anymore. They used to. I think it's all new line. No, but they've got uh, the rights to all the Hasbro, uh, you know, Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, those projects as well. Yeah. So they'll have a lot of movies to go off of, which, uh, again, just takes away from Netflix. But that's why Netflix is creating their own stuff, because they know uh, all the content that they had on there is obviously going to their own competitive services. So that'll be happening here on March 4th. Um, As I was mentioning yesterday, I ran out of time on the entertainment news. Uh, WandaVision was all the talk this weekend, ranged from, oh, that show is awesome, this show is weird, it's good, it's all over. Well, everyone wants to know, like, we have only gotten two episodes in out of the nine, 
but there's already a question, will there be a WandaVision Season 2? Well, Kevin Feige, who had a lot to say a couple weeks ago, I think this is when it was asked, but the article just appeared now. Uh, WandaVision director Matt Shakeman says, it's hard to say whether there will be a second season of the first original series from Marvel Studios and producer Kevin Feige. So I guess Shakeman was really the one that was talking about right. Feige. Uh, WandaVision launches Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe when superpowered newlyweds Wanda Maximoff and Vision mysteriously start seemingly perfect suburban lives after the events of Avengers Endgame, queuing up a story that ties into Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. As Phase 4 unfolds across both the big and small screens, linking other Disney Plus series to the future Marvel movies, will there be WandaVision 2? I have no idea. You know, in the Marvel world... And the MCU, the end is often not the end, Shakeman told Collider. Who knows? Hard to say. Feige previously confirmed WandaVision along with Tom Hiddleston's Loki will lead directly into Doctor Strange sequel coming months after whatever multiverse madness goes down in Marvel and Sony's Homecoming 3. So that'll set the stage for all of that. But, uh, you know... I don't know how... They say the episodes will... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know how they could pull off a season two. You know, the... Uh, this season, this limited series, is so specific to what's happening in the MCU now, and and obviously, you know, Wanda's sort of made up world of of what's going on, and you know, sort of the, you know, idealistic meeting the strange and obscure. I don't know how you could do a season two, but you know, it's Marvel. I'm sure they'll figure out a way. No, absolutely, and uh, <clears throat> you know, they're just like mini movies, so I think yeah. it's probably better to just be a limited series. Um, but nonetheless. Um, it's out now. I've seen it, uh, seen the first episode twice now. Um, but I like it so far. I like where it's going. What do you think? I do too. You know, it, obviously, it's one of those things that you have to have followed the Marvel Cinematic Universe to even slightly understand what's going on. But with the first episodes, they're not going to reveal anything. They're just going to give you, uh, you know, hear your thrust into this weird sort of 1950s. And then with the second uh, uh, episode, 1960s sitcoms, what's happening. And then it gives you little hints, little weird things that uh, let you know that something's not quite right, which I love. You know, they're not giving you everything up front. They're teasing it as it goes along. But I love the way that they handled it. You know, they filmed it in front of a live studio audience. They used cameras that were specific to the era of sitcom that they were shooting for. They're doing it right. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited. And I like how they've reached out to uh, previous sitcom um, individuals to kind of give it the good feel of the show. In fact, they had uh, Dick Van Dyke as a consultant no on kidding. the show. Uh, yeah, Shakeman and uh, Kevin Feige had lunch with uh, TV legend Dick Van Dyke, um, and he helped set the tone of WandaVision, but he was extremely oblivious to the massive, massive success of the MCU. Like, he just really was there to help them set up a 1950s feel, so he was very unaware of the big success MCU was having. So Dick <laughs> Van Dyke must not pay attention to what goes on out in the... Uh, pop culture world or well, the, anything like that the dude's like 90 years old i i wouldn't blame him for not knowing comic book movies yeah <laughs> so but it was really cool so that gives it a good vibe because you definitely get a dick van dyke uh 1950s feel in the first episode and you get more of a bewitched i love lucy type vibe in the second one right well, until things start to unravel. But yeah. uh, I digress. WandaVision now on Disney+. Plus. You guys should check it out. Let us know what you think down below. And uh, yesterday, really cool. 
Uh, we got a little bit of uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife news. Like, it's been kind of quiet on the Ghostbuster front. I know it's no surprise that that's Christian and I's probably most, uh, the biggest movie we're both probably looking forward to in 2021. It was definitely something we were really looking forward to last year. Right. But it um, seems that uh, Jason Reitman uh, was able to show, uh, do a screening for the studio, and his dad was along to watch it, which is very cool. So... Um, it'll be out June 11th, 2021, but here's what the elder Reitman, Ivan Reitman, um, had to say about his son's version of it. Um, cause Jason had said, my father hasn't been leaving the house much because of COVID, but he took a test, put on a mask, drove down to the Sony lot to watch the movie in the studio. And after he cried and he said, I'm so proud to be your father. And it was one of the great moments of my life. So that gives us like a good endorsement if it's coming from the director of the first two Ghostbusters of how good it went. Um, It says, uh, the younger Reitman aimed to make his new film not only funny, but scary like the original. And um, what was great is the feeling uh, that I've kind of held on to while the movie is very funny, it really scared me. It was really my first experience with the horror film. I was at the Directors Guild meeting and I happened to be sitting next to Steven Spielberg when I told him, I was working on Ghostbusters. He out of nowhere said, Library Ghost, top 10 scares of all time. And it's true. So it's getting good good reviews, early reviews from, uh, well, his dad was his biggest critic. I think he was trying to make it for. So that bodes well for us as Ghostbuster fans and you, if you're Ghostbuster fans. And uh, well, it's- they even have a new little image of uh, Wolf... Uh, uh, Finn Wolfhard in, uh, in the front of the Ecto-1. Very cool stuff, though. Very awesome. It is strange, though, that, you know, Jason Reitman, you know, he's used to more of the independent comedy. Um, you know, think Juno. That's obviously the biggest movie that he ever directed. But uh, you know what? I, I think the the comedy from something like that uh, mixed with, you know, obviously the oversight of his dad and things like that, I think it's it's going to be just a fun movie. Yeah, I, it's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm very excited for it, and uh, and we don't. Hopefully, it doesn't get delayed, but we shall find out. Again. And then, lastly, I'm going to make this real blippy because we'll get into the birthdays. But Zack Snyder's Justice League cut that was supposed to be now a miniseries is just going to be a four-hour movie. So if you got four hours to spare when it comes out, anticipate it to be four hours long. Um. I guess it would be the same as if you binge watched it in as many series. So, right. you know, going to be a lengthy movie. I don't know if I'm as I, I'm going to watch it. I just don't know if I'm overly excited for it. It's kind of like just bringing back a movie that wasn't really good. And now you're just throwing in a bunch of, of different people in there just to kind of fan service it. I, I don't know. As long as it's better than the Joss Whedon cut. I'll be happy with it. You know, I'm going in with yeah. low expectations. Four hours, yeah, you know, I'll, maybe I'll do that on a Sunday when I've just got some time to kill. But uh, have they given it a release date yet? No, they sure have not. In this thing, it just says it's now going to be four hours long and not uh, a cut. And then they mention all the people that will be in it, like uh, Darkseed, um, more of Ray Fisher Cyborg, more Jared Leto Joker, uh, Martian Manhunter and Joe Mangello's Deathstroke. Manginello's, I apologize. Manginello. <laughs> Manginello. So, 
but no no release date so uh i would anticipate my thought is they'll probably drop that around the super bowl or something yeah you know? oh, that'd be good if they just dropped it out of nowhere and sometime soon yeah. because uh people are getting tired of waiting yeah absolutely speaking of tired sorry guys i kind of am a little on the rundown i'm not feeling so hot today but i digress the show rolls on let's boogie on to the birthdays it's my Oh yeah, Robin was in his hood at Water at Waterworld, but eventually a draft day he would come home, he would dance with some wolves somewhere up in Yellowstone. And you know what? He was a part-time bodyguard too. Kevin Costner and Tim Nidell's former co-star is 65. <laughs> Should have said Tim Nidell's former co-star Kevin Costner is 65. There you go. I dyslexic that. Jolene, Jolene, don't worry. She'll always love you. The country icon Dolly Parton is 75. Wow. How rude was it when Christian's fellow classmates blared the Full House theme down the hall of his former classmate? It's all good, though. She grabbed Mr. Bear and booked it back to San Francisco, clean and sober, and moved into a fuller house. Jody Sweeten is 39. This space delivery person has an eye for 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 iconic roles she had eight simple rules about love and marriage and it also involved avoiding sins of anarchy and bundies she is known for playing peggy bundy on married with children leela on futurama kate hesney on eight simple rules and widely known as Gemma teller morrow on the fx series sons of anarchy the iconic katie seagal is 67 and this character is a comedian known for impersonating sports commentators john madden george w bush john gruden robin williams among others frank caliendo is 47 and that is your birthdays for today february well it's not february but <laughs> i want it to be i guess january 19th january 19th Dang, my first screw up but there you go happy birthday everybody Folks, that does do it for entertainment news. When we come back, we've got Animal Tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you want to get a hold of me, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Tuesday, and as we do on Tuesdays, we go through Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Now, Rough Riders is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of animals from the rural kill shelters here to the metro area where they work with uh, local shelters and local rescues to find them homes, give them a second chance at life. If you want to learn more, head over to RoughRiders.org or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash RoughRidersSaves. 
With all that being said, it is time for Animal Tales. Dogs and the cats, they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles, the donkey prays and the pony neighs, the old grey badger sighs. Listen to the bass, it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to-do and the old cow just goes moo. <laughs> Always love that one. All right, let's kick off with our first animal tale. An infestation of badgers is wrecking havoc on a city cemetery, sparking fears human remains could soon be unearthed. Graves are reportedly caving in at Yardley Cemetery, where the protected animals are thought to have been burrowing underground since last summer. Birmingham City Council confirms badgers had caused significant damage to part of the 64-acre site, which was now at risk of ground collapse. One distressed mourner whose family's plot has been dug out by the animals fears it is only a matter of time before remains are brought above ground. Jillian Evans, whose mom, dad, and brother are all buried at the cemetery, has called for urgent action to remove the animals. Shocking footage sent by Jillian to Birmingham Live showed the damage caused by the unwelcome invasion of the uh, badgers. The video captures the astonishing trail of destruction left by the animals in just a few short months. Last year, our family grave was dug out by these animals. I had to get some strong wire netting and three bags of stones to stop them digging up the grave, Jillian uh, had said. I was informed at the time that a license to get them removed had been declined and that another would be submitted at a later date. Clearly, nothing had been done to solve the problem other than tape being put around the area. My family and I found this most distressing. Every time we visit the grave, there seems to be more and more destruction being done by the badgers. The latest response I received was that nothing in the near future was going to be done about it. I am in absolute distress about this as I do not want to be visiting the grave and finding remains being unearthed. The situation needs some urgent attention before any more damage and heartbreak is suffered. If this was addressed last year, then it would not have got to this awful situation. So, uh, yeah, badgers who, uh, you know, they're cute and in this case protected, but at the same time, uh, they are just tearing apart this grave site. And uh, unfortunately, there may be some bodies floating there to the surface, which uh, that wouldn't be so good. No, that's creepy. Well, uh, were they honey badgers? They were not honey badgers. badgers. <laughs> yeah, because honey badger don't give a f. Like you mm. ever see that 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 uh, video? Yeah, badger, badger, Dude, badger, mean. badger. <laughs> Speaking of, so it's fitting because we're on animal tales. Like they're not in the attic, but all of a sudden there's like a rummage of squirrels. They're on the roof. Like they're not in the attic like last year. But they're trying to get in, though, because you can hear them, like, banging against that cage up there and uh-huh. rattling. So I can hear them. It's, a, it's kind of annoying. But, uh, you know, so if you guys hear any of that weird creaking or stuff back there, that's what that is. So. Well, Tony, it is a funny thing that you mentioned, squirrels. Squirrels! Our next story and something you may want to try. Katie Morlock said she fed a squirrel an old, <laughs> an old pear from her fridge but realized later that the fruit had fermented into a boozy snack for the critter. A video shows the squirrel, which she named Lil Red, nearly kneeling over after bellying up to the treat. Morlock thought she was leaving out a safe nibble for the squirrels, but Lil Red's apparent stupor and repeat business indicated otherwise. And then it kind of dawned on me. Oh no, those pears were so old, I bet they fermented, Morlock said. And then he got drunk, and I did not mean to do that, so I went out and grabbed all the pears. Morlock said Lil Red recovered with a little hangover breakfast, no hair of the dog for the tipsy creature, 
While HuffPost could not verify that the pear fermented and the squirrel got soused, it does seem that fruit can ferment on its own in the fridge in certain cases. In an article titled, Four Reasons Not to Feed Wildlife, the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust writes that it's okay to feed squirrels if you'd like, but do so from a feeder, never by hand, and try to keep snack time from becoming, well, happy hour. <laughs> so there you go, Tony. Get, get your squirrels uh, drunk and then... Uh, that that might drive them away. Should get should get them should get them crazy, man. They were going to town this morning on that cage. You can hear them like just trying to rip it off. Dude, they're crazy. Squirrels are <laughs> they're, they're kind of frightening in a way. So. Oh yeah, I mean we've done obviously stories where they're attacking people, where they're uh, you know guarding their territory, and squirrels can be nasty little critters. No, dude, and destructive. <laughs> and then finally, let's move on to our last story in animal tales. <laughs> Jason Hardesty is part of the large North American company UPS, which delivers parcels not only throughout the country, but also worldwide, too. Despite the heavy and fast-paced routine that makes Jason drive all day, it seems that he has found a way to make work just a little bit more entertaining. Whenever he gets a chance, the delivery driver pets the dogs whose owners are about to receive a parcel from UPS. The driver also takes adorable pictures with the playful pups, and as far as we can tell, there is definitely no form of disapproval from the dogs themselves. And he posts these on his Instagram page, and uh, we are going to post this on our Facebook page, but there are pictures of this UPS driver with all kinds of dogs. Uh, for instance, there's one dog even wearing a little UPS outfit. He's a little chihuahua, you know, has one of those like <laughs> fake arms. So it looks like, you know, he's carrying a package around, has a picture with that, has a picture with a basset hound, you know, ears all uh, wide. And, you know, this guy just looks so happy holding these dogs, petting these dogs, picture Aww. with a corgi. Um, oh, man, a little little pit bull that looks like a Tahoe when he was a puppy. Um, and it just goes on and on and on and on. And, uh, you know, it, it's great that somebody can take their everyday job that might otherwise seem boring and, and just routine and turn it into a uh, sort of a viral phenomenon uh, by posting these on Instagram and just showing how much joy that dogs can bring to people's lives. Yeah, no, dogs are fantastic. I There's times where, like, I think about, like, how much I would love to have a dog, but then I realize probably not, I'm not in the best uh, situation to have them with my hours and everything, and I, I just couldn't let a poor dog sit alone in a kennel all day. It just, I don't think it'd be fair. <laughs> no. But, uh, you know, but nonetheless, they, you know, my friends that have them and stuff, and my uncle's dog, Mia, you know, she's a German Shepherd, fantastic. They're Animals are great, especially dogs. Love the loyalty and their personalities. Well, anytime you come over here, you can hang out with Tahoe and let uh, Goliath just hang out in your crotch area because that's yeah. where he likes to be. So <laughs> He likes to be there, yeah. That one night, I was like, oh, my gosh, just yee. That's his yee, thing. Yee, get out of there. He's <laughs> old. He's weird. That's his thing. But uh, in any yeah, case. He's a great dog, though. Folks, that does it for Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. When we come back. We've got a segment called Money, 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 Money. Don't go anywhere. We will be money. right back. Yeah. 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Tuesday, January 19th. But don't fret, there is still plenty ahead. We've got our second hour, which goes so fast and, of course, includes our call-in topic, which today is Game Over Relationships. What, what was that moment Honey you knew? <laughs> what was that moment you knew the relationship was over? But if you missed a portion of the show where you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing and caring as well, in this segment titled We're going to be talking about I thought you were going to do the million dollar mans. Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to But the extra money gives it away. So Exactly. We're going to be talking about life-changing money habits. Uh, Tony, I know you are somebody who is on top of your money situation, your finances. Are there any little tips or habits that you have maybe that you can give people to uh, just make their financial situation that much better? Absolutely. Like If you're going to uh, build your credit, uh, one of the things I like to do is I'm not just plugging this for Costco, but you get something like the Costco City Visa where you get rewards back. You know, you get there's cash back, there's travel perks, 2% back at restaurants. Use that as your everyday instead of your debit card where you're not earning money. Use your City Visa or a rewards card, whether you get miles or whatever. Use that as your debit card. And then the money you were going to pay that just turn around and set a payment up. So that way you don't let your credit card get out of control because you're just as it would say as if it was coming out of your budgeted uh, bank account, just shifted over there. So you're at least getting rewarded for spending your money. Um, another good thing is uh, just kind of watch your spending habits. Is the big key is just do you need to go to Starbucks every day? Do you need to go to Dutch Brothers? Whatever you know, maybe start finding different things to do with that. Um, it's kind of just little things, you know, just find ways to put a little bit away and, uh, you know, focus on that and it should help you out. But, um, but it also helps out your credit. So if you're looking to do that, that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, your, your comment about a credit card and, you know, doing your everyday purchases with a credit card that has some sort of reward that'll obviously boost your credit. Just make sure you pay it off right away. That way you don't incur mm-hmm. any, uh, interest charges. Uh, but it's a great way to go and just make sure you have enough to cover whatever you're buying. So, you know, don't, uh, go out and blow it on. uh, Exactly. So we're going to run down some of these life-changing money habits, and uh, hopefully they help you out a little bit. Hopefully, maybe they help us out too. So uh, let's go ahead and kick off with the first one. (laughs) This from Twitter user ScarfMonster says, we're putting aside money in our savings account each month for a trip in 2020 that didn't happen. Instead of stopping when our trip was canceled, we kept putting that money into a savings each month. Also, not commuting ended up cutting out my Starbucks habit, which saves me about $20 to $50 a month, which goes back to what you were mentioning, Tony. You know, 
a $5 coffee here, a $6 frappe there. That adds up over the course of a month, especially if you're going there on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. What you think is, and I was thinking about this the other day, is you buy, you go out to eat or you do something here and there. You're like, oh, it was only 8 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. But you do that a couple times in a week, and then that's like, you know, 40, 60 bucks. And before you know it, you've dumped 100 um, another good thing too is, uh, you know, streaming services, watch, uh, you know, like evaluate if you're trying to save money, evaluate how often you're using these, uh, services. Cause when you think about it, if like Netflix, I don't always watch every month and that's 14 bucks, uh, <laughs> out every month. And if you're not using it, that's kind of throwing it in the toilet. So, well, and along those lines, you know, maybe if you're a cable subscriber, think about switching to streaming. You know, for me, I've got Absolutely. super high speed internet and then all of the streaming services I have still saves me about 80 bucks over the cost of cable and internet at the same time because, you know, I, I get what I want. You know, I don't have a bunch of extra TV stations that I'm just flipping through and I have pretty much every big streaming service at this point. So, uh, you know, something that'll save you a yeah. bunch of money, uh, cut the cord. Cut the cord. <laughs> Let's move on with our next um, life-changing money habit. This from user Captain Kappa one seventy three says, "I started considering Captain how Kappa. I started considering how small purchases add up quickly. Spending a dollar on a bag of chips from the vending machine or buying an expensive latte once in a while is fine, but do it every day." That adds up, and tracking that is important so you can save money for more essential purposes. I do security on a college campus, and I'd often buy snacks and drinks out of the vending machines without thinking about how much I was spending per week. Honestly, the pandemic helped curb that habit because they closed campus and emptied out the vending machines. After that, I realized I was saving a ton of money by not having snacks available all the time. And along those lines, you know, if there is something you regularly snack on or, or you enjoy... Giving Tony another shameless plug, head over to Costco, pick up a bulk pack of it, and you're going to pay pennies to the dollar of what you would spend on a vending machine. Oh, absolutely. I, another big one is uh, like if you drink water, the, the Kirkland Signature water. I mean, we only charge a quarter for it at the uh, at the, the at vending the, machine, uh, little vending machine, or is it maybe it's 50 cents? I don't know. I don't ever buy it, but... <laughs> Nonetheless, you start doing that, it's like, well, for three bucks, you could buy 48 packs. So if you're spending 50 cents a day or a quarter a day on that, you know, you're just still probably better off buying a package. So that's what we do. All right, let's move on with our yeah. next life changing money habit. This from user Spotty Heart says, whenever I wanted something that was spotty, <laughs> whenever I wanted something that was pricey, I'd add it to a list. Then after I paid my bills and put some money into savings, I could see what was left over. If it was a sizable amount, then I could choose something off my list to buy. It was also good for impulse control because sometimes I ended up crossing an item off the list simply because I didn't want it anymore. Or an item would go on sale for much cheaper than it was when I first saw it. And, uh, you know, that's a great way to do things, make a list. And, you know, if there's something you really want, you know, keep it in mind. Don't do that impulse buy. And eventually, you know what, either you'll really still want it or you won't want it. And then you can afford to buy it at that point. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Sometimes so. impulsive buys get you, though. <laughs> Especially if you're somebody who uh, browses Amazon quite often. Cause, uh, oh, Amazon, yeah. You can end up with some stuff. Like I impulsed buy the other day um, the Star Wars Encyclopedia. For twenty, it was like twenty five bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> and, I, and I've I've looked at it once, and I was like, I mean, not even all the way through, just glanced. I was like, oh, this looks cool. I can't wait to read it. And so far, it's just sitting there. But it's cool because now I can know weird other characters in the Star Wars universe. So. <laughs> Is it sitting top on top of your new computer? Um, no, my new computer is still sitting in a box right next to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my laptop, ironically, is propped up to be centered on, I got that He-Man and the Masters of Universe mini comic book <laughs> thing. It's like that thick. And that Ready Player 2 gives me that extra inch. So that way it's nice and level. So right now it's balancing my laptop. So <laughs> the tricks of the trade... And if you're on Snapchat, obviously I've snapped and you've seen it. So, yeah. <laughs> a little behind the scenes, uh, how the sausage is yeah. made. All right, yeah, let's... it's not it's not like the uh, Kirkland dog box that we used when I was in studio. Right. <laughs> the magics of uh, the effects there. Exactly. Let's move on with life changing money habits. <laughs> this from How Heathen says before I was laid off. From my job due to the pandemic, I joined my employer's 401k plan and contributed the maximum of what they matched. This basically doubled my money. And I religiously deposited at least $100, sometimes $200 per paycheck into my savings account. You know, 401ks are a great way to save if your employer offers it and matches. You know, some don't match, Mm -hmm. some don't even offer it. But, uh, you know, some sort of savings plan, some sort of retirement plan is always a good idea. Yeah, it's definitely something you should look into because if uh, your employer doesn't, you might want to look into that. Uh, luckily, Costco does. Um, they used to match. Uh, I could be wrong. Back in the like when I first started, they matched a lot more than they do now. It's a percentage now, but it's still better than nothing, you know. And I have I have mine set up. A certain amount goes in every month, and uh, you get like your dividends throughout the year get thrown in there. So. It definitely is. It's it's going to be a nice little uh, chunk. Like if I make it that long, or uh, whoever takes over it when I go, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't have kids, so it's not like I'd leave it to my kids. So maybe nephews. Uh, who knows? Yeah, spend it on the way out, and then finally, yeah. life changing money habits. The other day we were talking about useful apps. Here's one from user Megan A45981078. <laughs> Says I started using cashback apps like Ibotta or Receipt Hog to get some extra cash or gift cards. Saving even a little bit helped a lot during the pandemic, so being able to get money back for buying certain items or brands was nice. And uh, there are so many things like that out there that uh, you can utilize to get your cash back, coupons or gift cards. I definitely suggest checking them out. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour, but uh, we still have the second hour ahead of us. Enjoy your long break, listen to the news, head to the bathroom, grab yourself some tea, and we will see you guys on the other side.
Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you feeling a little more uh, up this second hour? I'm trying. I, I am. My eyes hurt. I, I still feel like crapola today, but uh. I took my temperature and we're good. Normal temp. Just, uh, and no, I don't have the Rona Rona again. I've already had it. <laughs> I don't think I can get it again. I'm a dude. I don't think I can get it twice. I'm a mega bad, okay? <laughs> no, I'm feeling good though. I just I look a little squinty eyed. That the LED lights are actually kind of hurting my eyes, but <laughs> which normally they don't, they don't, but today they do. So oh, oh so trust that's why me. I look all squinty and like hello. How are you? Trust me, I How get that you? that feeling. You know, I've got the the light panel up over here, and it's just blinding. Oh, but it's glaring. I know. Necessary. It's like, but if I turn it, the lighting doesn't work right. Right. So. <laughs> but I'm on round two of uh, some tea, yogi tea. Nice. So. All right. Yeah, you know, always good. Well, would that oh, be? Yes. Friday has informed me I can get it again. Oh. I'm a mega man. No one gonna stop me. Not not Rona. Not Chota. Not Vid. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, we are into the interactive portion of the show, which obviously makes sense for uh, you know Friday to chime in. Our super fan Lacey. Uh, the topic today is game over relationships. What was that moment? Game over, man. That moment that you knew the relationship was over. You know, maybe things were going well and then something happened. They did something. You did something. And you knew that that was it. There's no recovery from this. You know, we've talked, uh, obviously, before, Tony, about your uh, unicorn frappe in the back of the Uber. Aside from that one, is there any other uh, stories that come to mind of when you knew the relationship was over? (laughs) <laughs> well, the one that was uh, on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off again. Take a shot. He's back again. No, he's gone. He's back. That one young, the younger gal that I dated, I won't say her name, but uh, but the one that I just kept going back to and it always ended bad. Like it was always like, I can't date you anymore. I can't, I can't see you anymore. I can't do this anymore. Okay. <laughs> but I'd always be stupid enough to go back. Right. I was like the kids. I his, miss you. Well, there was the one. Like I really knew. Like the last time I stuck to my guns, and I was like, "All right, well, if she does this again, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore." And she finally did that. I can't do this again. I'm like, "Yep, I'm out. I'm done." <laughs> but I was stupid. It took a long time to do that, and uh, I look back at it and kind of ridiculous, but. 
Like yeah. I know you, the super fans, they all had to deal with it. They're like, Tony, you're a great guy. You're like, move on. <laughs> I can't. She's so nice. It's not worth it. But uh, no, aside, but nothing beats the, the unicorn one. Like that was like my definitive aha moment, you know, <laughs> like in the, when I was married and I knew that was coming to an end, like I didn't want it to end. So it's that, that one I, but you kind of just knew, you know, when yeah. Grimace came over from McDonald's, I think you kind of figured, you know, that was game over, man. Well, either you were getting a happy meal or, well, your ex-wife was getting a happy meal, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Grimmy. <laughs> but uh, folks, that is what we are looking for. Fry kids, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know what was that game over moment in your relationship? When did you know that that was ending? Uh, for me, and again, you know, it, it came you know back to the marriage that you know people grow apart and things happen and you know you start to fight. But uh, Tony was actually present for my game over moment when uh, dishes started flying into the dishwasher because apparently. When I rinsed a dish, put it in the sink, that wasn't good enough. And so uh, there were a lot of curse words. You know, plates were getting thrown in there. Tony decided to go out for a jog because he just so happened to be over at that point. But uh, for me, that was the moment that I was like, this, this is that was, uh, not healthy. Yeah, when you weren't there when I got back, it was awkward, which led me to climb Snake Mountain, which I had no idea had rattlesnakes. Had I known, I would have never climbed that thing. It was a beautiful view of Orange County, though, man. You can see <laughs> Disneyland, smog, In-N-Out Burger down that, down the way. You can see a lot of stuff from up there, but when, uh, I remember when you got back because you went to go see your dad, and I didn't want to be stuck there because it was Akko, like big-time Akko yeah. Taco, so much I'm like, should I just like grab my stuff and like catch a plane and get out of here? <laughs> um, I remember uh, you, you know, like when I came, like when you came back, you're like, "What'd you go do?" I'm like, oh, "I climbed that hill back there," and you're like, "There's rattlesnakes all over the place there." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> I could only. I did it with earbuds in. Yeah. I didn't even listen. I just totally climbed the damn hill. <laughs> I could only imagine your face. You know, earbuds in, listen to music, just happy, eyes up. Oh yeah. Not looking down at all of the potential death around you. Yep, I made it up to the top, but man, if now knowing what I know now, I'd never climb that thing again ever. Like, <laughs> I don't, don't blame you at all. There, so there's no purpose for me to go over there again. <laughs> exactly. Well, folks, we want to hear from you. We're going to head into our break, but uh, there is still time to chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just go to the live video comment there with your game over moment for your relationship when you knew that the relationship was over. We're headed to a break. When we come back, it is all about you. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th. Now we are smack dab in the middle of the interact portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys on the topic of the day. Now, as a reminder, 
Uh, we give the topic 24 hours in advance. In fact, we'll give it at the end of this segment or the beginning of the next segment. So you guys have time to chime in on the Phoenix line, which is our 24 hour day, seven day a week voicemail line at 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X RDO or 855 336 4973. Of course, you can also chime in on the interactive portion through our Facebook page on the live video at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click the live video comment in there. Today's topic is relationship game over. When did you know your relationship was done? We gave our uh, examples in the last segment, for lack of a better term. But I uh, want to hear from you guys. Hi, so, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> want to hear from you guys. Let us know. What did you know? Yeah, what was that moment that you knew? Uh, Tony, has anybody chimed in on your side? I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, hold on to your butt. Yeah, um, Lacey chimed in. She just said cheating. I think that's, I don't think she's ever been cheated on. I could be wrong. Friday, let me know. It just says cheating. <laughs> yeah, so, cheat, obviously cheating's never cheating a good thing. Cheating will lead to anything. Yeah, exactly. It's going to lead down some dark paths. You can come back from it, but it's kind of hard from that. You know? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, my friend Jamie, she said... Um, she knew uh, she had a relationship once that was over getting a 20-minute lecture of where the salt and pepper belonged in the spice cabinet. So <laughs> her ex was like, that's not where the salt and pepper go and got a 20-minute lecture. And that's when she was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And typically, yeah. if it's something as trivial as salt and pepper, there's some sort of underlying issue. You know, it's it's not the salt and pepper. There's something else. And you yeah, know, just got to read those signs. It's- it's one of those things for sure. Oh, and um, you. So I'm. Sh- I'm assuming Lacey was cheated on at one time. Savages. Ugh. Oh well, that opened the door for for our friend Mikey. Yay! Exactly. So. Exactly. You know, that was uh, like Kermit the Frog one, huh? Yay! Hey! Yay! He's the Muppet Joe. Here we go. <laughs> um. Dang. So she had to get a restraining order once, but the relationship was already over. That would be that a big sign. reminds me of like uh, psych- that could be a whole different topic another day. Psycho exes. Psycho female blowing up the phone line. Oh, buddy, I have stories for days on Christian's exes. Oh, now. yeah. 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 I've got wow, a... They always went to old nice Tony. Why? It was like Nancy T. Kerrigan. Why? Why? <laughs> that could even be the soundbite for that segment. Exactly. But, you know, you know, we'll save that one for another day. In the meantime, we're talking relationship game over. And, of course, there is always time to chime in on our Facebook Live comments. Let White us zombie, know. Prius. Mullets. Tuckwilla. Okay. What? <laughs> that was that was mine. That was the, I just I laid down the snippets that ah, gotcha. the key components that, <laughs> to the last girlfriend. Gotcha. Well, while <laughs> while we're waiting for you guys to chime in, of course we've got a list of uh, some horror stories of the wildest relationship ending moments. Hold on to your butts. All right. This from user JD820 says, I once dated this guy who told me to shave or wax my peach fuzz above above my lip because he didn't want to feel like he was making out with a dude. I think there's more subtle ways that you could drop that hint. Yeah. And, and yeah, as opposed to kind of I think you kind of do it a little bit better than that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, babe, can you trim up the peach uh, peach fuzz? I want to make sure that uh, I'm not making out with the dude. 
<laughs> in all fairness, I thought when when you were talking about that, I was thinking of something else. But... Gotcha. It's a kid show. It's a kid show. Kid show. <laughs> it's not it's a kid really, show, it's not really but it's a kid show. But there are kids listening. Kids. Exactly. All right. Let's move on to the next one. I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, these super original usernames: Audrey J four four ed fifty eight acc. Says, I told him the night before that I needed a break from the relationship, and when he couldn't accept that, he broke into my apartment to try and make me pancakes the next morning. Incredulous is an understatement. Uh, Yeah, don't break in really for any reason unless you're invited, because that's just downright creepy. Hey, I was making pancakes, and I was just wondering, you know, I I made you some. I put a smiley face on there, and I made you a Mickey one. (laughs) Oh, boy. Do you want syrup or no syrup? I just want to get the hell out of my house. Go. <laughs> Let's move on to our next one. Hold on to your butts. This from NYC Girl 2014 says he made shrimp from New York. <sighs> Probably a good guess. He made shrimp scamp- <laughs> He made shrimp scampi for our anniversary dinner, despite knowing I'm deathly allergic to shrimp. Then got upset when I f- refused to eat any. I think maybe she he had an ulterior motive. Uh, was he part of your insurance policy? I don't know, because uh, either he doesn't know you that well or uh, something else was going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, had had mine, you know, the the uh, the the Prius white zombie incident didn't happen. I think I kind of thought the other one was when I was told very sternly, I'm not going with you to your tattoo appointment. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, it was just a weird random, like, and I'm not sorry. I'm like, I'm like okay. Right. Almost preemptively like, expecting you're going to get upset about it. Yeah. I, I felt like I got back in the DeLorean and I time traveled to another time in my life where I heard snippy comments like that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Ain't doing this. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> yeah. You don't want Groundhog Day when it comes to relationships, no. living the same <laughs> no, relationship I'm... over and over and over again. Like I said, I have a hard time. I, I think that's why I stay single for the most part. It's yeah, picky. <laughs> I don't want to end up in something like that again. But. <laughs> well, folks, we still have also a detriment. It's like a double edged. Yeah. We still have about four minutes left. So if you want to chime in with the moment you knew your relationship was over, maybe a past one, not your current one. Uh, obviously, chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Let's move on with this next one. I got a bad feeling about this. This from Hannah Ruby 2000, of course. Hannah uh, Ruby. After reading this, I think I might know why he's no longer with her, uh, probably for the best. Says, for the life of him, he could not do a puzzle. So unattractive. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't do that's, a puzzle? That's, oh, well. just, that's just petty right there, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do a puzzle then uh, we're breaking up okay well no right. see you later Loss on my part adios psycho <laughs> here's another one hold on to your butts from parsley fortune my parsley. ex my ex called me at two in the morning knowing that i had to work at eight just to rant for an hour and a half about everything wrong with godzilla king of the monsters godzilla brought me to my senses in a toxic relationship yeah, there's a time and place to uh, bitch and complain about movies. Not early in the morning, especially when somebody has a uh, eight-hour shift ahead of them. Yeah, no, don't don't need to hear about it. It's like, can we talk about this later? Like, 
that's just not even something you need to bitch about. Like, you want to go go on Twitter and vent about that. You'll you'll find somebody, and then you'll get into a Twitter war with somebody that loves it, and your life will be complete. <laughs> Um, we talked about this last week, but uh, luckily I've never had to enforce it. A deal breaker for me would be a girl who watches a movie and talks throughout the entire movie. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Oh, you can't do that conversating? No, no. No. It's, like, yeah. You don't like the, com- the extra, like, non-director's commentary? Nope, not at all. No. no I want to sit down. Yeah, I, know what, I know what you mean. There was a date the one time where the person talked during civil war it's like this movie's boring what's going on here i'm like it wasn't even my date i almost broke up with her for you yeah i know nope <laughs> like every trailer nope nope yes nope no way well, let's move on to the next one i got a bad feeling about this this from joyful days 09 when my appendix was days. when my appendix was about to burst in the morning and he refused to drive me to the hospital but when he had a cold he begged me to make him a doctor's appointment yeah you know i i've mentioned that you know i'm not the most delightful person when i'm sick but at the same time you know what help help them out especially if their appendix is about to burst you can take them to the hospital or at the very least call them an uber or lyft if maybe you're not yeah, in the right state of mind something Inconsiderate. 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 <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Hold on to your butts. Uh, such a drama llama. Boy, all all one word, it's hard to figure out. Yeah, drama llama. <laughs> where the definition was in there. It says, when he said he was going to get his driver's license when we first started dating, but to this day, he hasn't gotten it. Um, that's a, a weird one to... to call it quits on but uh you know what maybe he just doesn't like driving maybe you guys live in a big city and driving isn't quite necessary who knows right you know there's any number of reasons but uh, those ones sound a little more petty than uh, others <laughs> sorry i was reading this next one uh no no you are all good my friend you we'll we'll make this one the last one because it is is just so good i got a bad feeling about this <laughs> Beanie L. Bean broke up with her boyfriend because, quote, he started a Christian rock band. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you're not going to date someone that's going to resemble Creed, okay? I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) I don't blame him. Well, folks, that does it for the interactive portion of the show. Game over relationships. When we come back, we've got a segment called Jeepers Creepers. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Jeepers Creepers, mister. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th. Now, as I mentioned in the last segment, our interactive portion of the show, we have the Phoenix line, which is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topics of the day. Now, tomorrow's, and we invite you always to call in. Of course, you are entered into a chance to win our monthly drawing 
Tomorrow's topic is streaming wars. Now, Tony and I were talking earlier about uh, CBS All Access and Netflix. What is your favorite streaming service and why? Best value, best content, whatever it may be, we want to hear about it uh, because, you know, what? we love the streaming services. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, which we have titled... Creepers, Creepers, where did you get those Creepers? Jeepers, Creepers, and Tony, you are still on mute, so uh, we didn't hear a word that you just said. Oh, Jeepers Creepers, mister. <laughs> I, that's okay. I kind of sang along with the song, so you didn't miss nothing. Gotcha. I did say also a uh, great topic for tomorrow on streaming services, but if I was muted, you didn't hear that. So there you go. <laughs> so on this topic, we're going to be running down stories of when uh, co-workers were uh, rather creepy and even towed the line of sexual assault. Uh, I do want to... Put the disclaimer out there that uh, obviously sexual assault in any setting is not good. Don't do it. There are a lot of no. creepers out there, and uh, you know you, you don't have to stand for it. And obviously, you know, take the appropriate actions if you feel that somebody is taking advantage of you. And since we do have little kids listening, I also have to put this out there: viewer discretion is advised. Ooh. Should be listener discretion is advised as well, but you guys get the point. All right, let's go ahead and kick off with... Creepers, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? This from Twitter user Lil Miss Riss says, A manager tried to grab my ass when I was 16 working at Journeys, and I hit him in the head with Timberlands in my hand, and he threatened to fire me. I told him I'm calling HR. That's one where, uh, you know what? She ain't taking that S from nobody, and uh, I think she was right in hitting him in the head. Who cares if she gets fired as long as she doesn't have to work with that guy anymore? Oh, yeah, and no no girl or male. It usually happens to poor girls. No one has to be and should have to put up with that crap in the workplace at all. No, and unfortunately, there are some industries where it is more prevalent than others. You know, I spent years in the automotive industry where, unfortunately... That was an everyday occurrence, and uh, you know it was uncomfortable to see uh, when it happened. So, uh, you know, Ooh, uh, yeah, don't don't take that S from nobody. All right, nobody. This one, and actually, sort of uh, talking about what you had just mentioned, Tony. Creepers, creepers. From Twitter user Dur Josh Bear says, "I'm a male, but I experienced such things at, as well." Hope it's okay if I share. I never forget that situation. My also male coworker touched me in a very uncomfortable way. I never wanted that. And when I told him so, he just said it was a joke and I shouldn't be such a pussy. Well, you know, it's not a joke and he has every right to be upset by it because that's no way to do things. No, absolutely not. It's uh, definitely... Oof. Tony, have you ever had a situation where uh, something uncomfortable has happened uh, at the workplace? Like with me personally or like? Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just the, just the one guy that uh, threatened to take me out the back and rip my throat out. That was the only uncomfortable thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I'd say that that's pretty uncomfortable. but uh, Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. But like in a, in a, like a sexual thing... Um, no, I had to deal at, at another store. I had to deal with an employee that 
was harassed. I had to deal with somebody that made a racist comment. I had to deal with somebody that made sexual comments. And those are always difficult to handle because you don't want, like, especially if it comes from one employee, you got to make sure you, you get your facts straight before confronting that employee. Make sure you do your due diligence. But uh, for me personally, none of that happened. Just the behind closed doors with the one guy and told me he'd like to take me out back and rip my throat out. Oof. And then, Tony, just a, a quick note. We're getting a little bit of singularity, Tony. So if you have any open uh, web pages that might be using up a little bandwidth, uh, you know, you are frozen on the screen right ah. now. But uh, ooh, ah. we can hear you. Yeah. All I, right. Can you hear me at least? Yeah, I can hear you. But you're frozen. <laughs> frozen. I'm being told uh, from Friday that I'm quiet. Hello. Hopefully that's better. Let me know Friday. Um, <laughs> and I'm still frozen. So there you go. Well, while uh, Tony's picture is still frozen, he's still with here with us uh, audio-wise. Let's move on with... Creepers, creepers. Where'd you get those creepers? All right. This from Erica Halsey says, I was working at a pizza place and the entire crew, including the GM, made code words for my breasts and butt. I figured it out and confronted them. They laughed and kept on. I contacted the owner. She immediately fired me and replaced me with her daughter, who was 17. Ugh, it's worse when the, the person gets fired for uh, making the complaint and then sticking her own daughter in that situation, which oof, is not the way to yeah, go. You, you don't want to do that at all. Like That always makes things worse. <laughs> and Tony, who is uh, no longer... Yeah, I'm a gray screen now. Um Sure, I think on a commercial break I'll log out, log back in because I don't have any web browsers open. I don't know what's going on. It's just, at least as long as you guys can hear me, I'm here. And, that works. Uh, you don't have to see my tired mug today, so I guess that's good. <laughs> All just right. picture me right next to Christian, but instead of a gray screen. Yeah, use use the uh, images in your mind. All right, let's uh, move on, and I, I do want to hit this again just to remind everybody. Viewer discretion, discretion is advised. This from Jessica Marie 12 says the owner of one of the places I waitressed at once asked me if my boobs were real in front of a customer, told me my fishnets I was wearing under my skirt looked slutty, and he liked it. When I asked was if he a slutty pumpkin, uh, apparently not. When I asked if he needed anything while he was cooking, he said water and a BJ, please. Ugh. Well, I would I would turn tail and run, no. you know, if I were her. It's, it's no, well, and that's the thing. Like, you know, I don't know why guys are like that. We get a lot of perverted older dudes that like hit on the girls at work, and it just no one wants it, dude. It's not flattering. It's not cute. Your little quips are not funny. Just. Just don't. Right. And it's one don't thing it. if you're trying to make conversation with a girl and, you know, if she turns you down, she turns you down. Take no for an answer, you know. But if she engages and you have a good conversation, don't turn into a creep because that's just not the way to go. No, absolutely not. Let's move on. Moving on. Here's another one uh, from a male. James Casterly says, I'm a man, and I was sexually harassed by a male coworker for two years. He actually stalked me. And that's a whole nother level of creepy, you know, especially if you get a, have to get a restraining order or even have to fear for going home or going out. Oh, I, I feel awful for people that have to deal with this. And, uh, you know, if you are a guy who's listening and, and you're that type of guy, 
rein it in a little bit. You're only going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Just be careful. So. Yep. Um, Tony, do you remember? <laughs> Sorry. <I> just <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. I can't get my picture to come back. So uh, I thought I'd just be a little clever. That's okay. <laughs> Tony, do you remember back in high school, there was the hot or not. There was a website. Of course, you know, there were lists that, you know, flew around school. Uh, and of course, you know, those were, they made some people feel really good, but other people feel really bad. Uh, do you recall that at all? I do. Yes. Uh, and back then you didn't care what, how people felt, you know? Right. Right. And it was supposed to be innocent, but in some cases it wasn't. But moving on with. Along those lines, Twitter user LB Mother Trucker. Oh, I like that name. It was my first job. I was 16 and my boss constantly compared me to his wife on a scale of one to 10. He said his wife was a five and I was a nine and that nobody is ever a 10. Why, why would you why what? would you even tell somebody that? So. No, you don't. You don't say stuff like that. No, <sighs> people. What is wrong with you? All right, yeah. let, let's move on There's with no our class. It... It, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's not worth it. Let's move on. This from Dixie Chick five forty seven. My first job out of college. Dixie Chick. The director of my department was known as a creep. This was the 80s, and he was a major rainmaker, so we were told to just avoid being alone with him. We could be sent home for not wearing hose and heels, but he could sexually harass at will. And uh, unfortunately, you know, like I mentioned before, there were a lot of workplaces that were that way. You know, unless you gave in to whatever the higher up wanted, well, you know, either you weren't working there or, you know, bad things happened to get you to move ahead and uh it's Ridiculous. just not the way to go just not the way to go um boy yeah i'm trying to to go past some of the the really awful ones because it's it's just uncomfortable all right uh yeah, no i just don't understand why guys think they can do these things it blows my mind when they do stuff like that um i'm always afraid like when like guys tell dirty jokes at work i'm like Ew. Yeah, <laughs> I like, don't want to be around it because, you know, being in a leadership, you have to report that stuff and you're just like, I don't hear it. Bye. Right. Right. Don't leave it. Don't want to hear your jokes. If you have that little inkling inside you that says maybe I shouldn't say that, follow that. So don't, don't do it. Yeah. I think that's a good time to call it. You know, we're going to head into the break. Tony's going to reset his camera. And when we come back, it is time. Because I'm too sexy for YouTube, too sexy for Facebook. That's that's why you get the grace. <laughs> and when we come back, it is time for This Day in History. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 19th, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode. 
But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes, because I don't want to be doomed to a blank screen again. <laughs> we do have Tony back, so uh, probably a, a safe bet to uh, not only ensure the end of the world, but... Don't all... want to piss off anybody. We're good. Exactly. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Now is the final segment of the show and as we do each and every day at this time we like to drop a little knowledge hopefully make you laugh at the same time it is time for this day in history reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head it's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat christian phoenix all right this day in 1812 the peninsula war after a 10-day siege arthur wellesley first duke of wellington orders british soldiers to, of the light and third divisions to storm cuidad rodrigo and if you look at this uh, duke of wellington he looks like a pretentious uh, you know uh, what smug doesn't he yeah what? i am the duke of wellington and i will take my british shoulders of the light and the third divisions we will storm cuide rodrigo <laughs> and i will sip my tea now please <laughs> let's move on this day in 1829 right. johann wolfgang von geth's faust part one premieres I miss long, elaborate names like that. Uh, I think we determined yesterday that uh, you were going to be Tony yeah, von San Filippo. in the middle. Totally. Christian von Phoenix. My <laughs> name is Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, and I look like I just pooped my pants. That's why I have the look. I pooped my pants. Thanks, Johann. This day in 1883, the first electrical lighting system employing overhead wires built by Thomas Edison begins service in Roswell, no, sorry, Roselle, New Jersey. Um, though Roswell, New Mexico would, wouldn't be too far off, but, uh, you know, uh, just amazing. You know, a single guy like Thomas Edison, who may or may not have stolen ideas from other people, the fact that he was able to patent them and bring them to where we're at right now is the whole reason that Tony and I are blinded by these LED lights. It's uh, quite amazing how far we've come. medicine. (laughs) All right. This day in 1893, Henrik Ibsen's play, The Master Builder, premieres in Berlin. Uh, Is he a Lego fan? Is that that what it was about? (laughs) Master Builder in Berlin. I took my breath away as I played with Legos with these bitchin' chops and wild mop top. (laughs) This day in 1915, World War I, four people in Norfolk are killed in the first German Zeppelin air raid attack on the United Kingdom. I, it still amazes me there was a time when Zeppelins existed and they were fairly common. You know, the fact that you see a Goodyear blimp every once in a while over a major metropolitan city during a sports game, that's one thing. But Zeppelins flying everywhere, that would just be weird. Oh, yeah. It's like the show Fringe. It's just creepy to see because they had that alternate universe where they were all over, like in modern times. But it's crazy. I mean, I get why they're not around anymore, but dang, pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they uh, go up in a ball of flame if they're just lightly lit on fire. 
probably a, not a good thing to be uh, flying around in. No, what a scary time, too. I mean, you look at the motto, it's far better to face the bullets than to be killed at home by a bomb. Join the army at once and help stop an air raid. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. It's kind of frightening, frightening times. Moving on, this day in 1937, Cy Young, Tris Speaker, and Nap LeJory are elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Of course, Cy Young is, uh, you know, the name of a phenomenal pitcher for his time and obviously we've got awards that are uh, based in his name for outstanding pitchers throughout the year mm-hmm. let's Gotta see love the Cy Young. yep same day 1937 millionaire howard hughes sets a transcontinental air record uh it doesn't say where he flew to and from but he did it in seven hours 28 minutes and 25 seconds of course in 1937 that was quite a feat yeah one that's just crazy too millionaire howard hughes like it's just crazy because you know it's just crazy you did that it's just crazy (laughs) well yeah it's crazy the fact that you're a millionaire and putting yourself you know your life on the line for something that may fail spectacularly who knows exactly Moving on this day in 1940, the Three Stooges film, You Nazi Spy, about Nazis, released with the disclaimer, any resemblance between the characters in this picture and any persons living or dead is a miracle. <laughs> Obviously, oh, that's, wow. yeah, that's a uh, Three Stooges take on you know the standard disclaimer that you'll see at the end of movies, but uh, probably one that was very fitting for um, that time of, of what we were dealing with. Yeah. Let's move on. This day in 1955, the first presidential news conference is filmed for TV. President Dwight D. Eisenhower was president at the time. Be like Ike. Be like Ike. (laughs) Uh, Wow. I didn't realize that there was an inventor of modern baseball, but this day in 1956, Hoboken dedicates a plaque honoring achievements of Alexander Cartwright, the inventor of modern baseball, in organizing early baseball at Elysian Field. Who would have known? Oh, that's cool. I got, like, when you said Hoboken, I thought of the cake boss with Buddy. And then I thought when you said Asian Fields, I thought the Megadeth song. (laughs) Asian Fields. It's a really piss poor Megadeth impersonation today. Hello, me. It's me again. (laughs) Here's one that it's funny. You know, things that we talk about earlier in the show seem to come around uh, when we're talking about this day in history. For instance, this day in 1961, the first episode of The Dick Van Dyke Show is filmed. Of course, we were mentioning that Dick Van Dyke is now a consultant for WandaVision uh, in helping, you know, with that early sitcom feel. But uh, crazy that, uh, you know, we were just talking about that. Yeah, it is weird how it just pops up there. So, All right, let's see. This day in 1971. Oh, you're going to love this picture, Tony. The Beatles' Helter Skelter is played at Charles Manson's trial. And then there's a picture of a more recent picture of Charles Manson before he obviously died. But, uh, ooh, he's looking haggard. Just looking rough. Yep. Of course, he's got that uh, swastika tattooed on his forehead, which makes yeah. him even that much I'm glad more you're, I'm glad you're describing it because I have to be like the audience. I have to guess it because it's it's the weirdest thing. On It's one of those pictures that doesn't show up on my, huh. on, my on this day. Yeah, <laughs> everything else has up to that one. Strange. Maybe this one will yeah. 
This day in 1978, Slugbug, the last Volkswagen yep. Beetle made in Germany, leaves the Volk- Volkswagen's plant in Emden. Beetle production in Latin America would continue until 2003. Yeah, it's uh, I like this one. It has the blue rim, the baby powder blue rims, too. Yeah, you know, it um, is quintessential. I, to me, like, I never had any interest to ever drive one of these things. Me neither. No, no, they were death traps. In fact, my dad got into a bad accident in one back in the early 70s, I want to say. So, oh, really? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So, just a tin can death trap. Yeah, no thanks. Let's move on this day in 1981. Muhammad Ali talks a despondent 21 year old out of committing suicide. Ooh, I mean, that is there yeah. anything Muhammad Ali couldn't do? Holy cow. Um, no, he probably could have even run for president back then. He probably would have been well received. Right. Let's move on this day in 1985. Born in the USA, single by Bruce Springsteen, peaks at number nine. I don't know about you, Tony. I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. No, I don't. I'm not a big boss fan. No, no. Born in the USA. (laughs) I, I can actually tell you and like any like playlist mix like for work if it's 80s and stuff he's not in any of them no no probably for for good reason tony get that get that button ready this day in 1992 nature boy rick flair becomes the wwf champ at royal rumble i just i my thing didn't load today so (laughs) i forgot that uh yeah you didn't have that pulled up because yeah but that's okay i could woo for you Woo! <laughs> this day in 2000, Michael Jordan, who led the Chicago Bulls to six NBA championships as a player, returns to the NBA, joining the Washington Wizards as part owner and president of basketball operations. That turn didn't go Just so well for retired. him. No. Yeah. The way he went out was magical. And if you watch The Last Stand, uh, fantastic documentary. Um, just the way he went out was great. I think him coming back to to play for the wizards was just awful. I mean, it just sucked to see all these great players go on to other teams when they disbanded after 97. Um, I mean, it was all good that he became an owner down the line, like uh, for like the Bobcats who, re- who mm-hmm. became again, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, all that was fine because he was retired at that point. Yeah. You know, well, but- fo- folks, we've got uh, just a little bit left. So let's run down some of today's holidays. Celebrate. Yeah. I'm running down real quick because there's a bunch of them. It is Artist as Outlaw Day. No idea what that means. It is Brew a Portion a Potion Day for all you witches out Ooh. there. It is Good Memory Day. It is Gun Appreciation Day. It is New, New Friends Day. Don't combine those two. Printing Ink Day. National Popcorn Day. Rid the World of Fad Diet and Gimmicks Day. Tin Can Day. Tenderness Towards Existence Day. And World Quark Day. Folks, that does it for Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Come on back where we've got Words Are Hard. In the meantime, enjoy your Tuesday. Peace!